Hello, everyone. Dr. Constance here for another episode of Munch and Learn with Dr. Constance, where I give you short yet impactful health education topics perfect for your lunch break. And today is actually a special edition because I don't have anything before me because I'm recording just before I'm going into a battle royale with my fiance as we do our second annual cook-off. So this is something that we decided to start, one, during his birthday month, but second, as an option to make our traditional family Sunday dinners a little bit more exciting. And so what will happen is that we both selected a country. This year's theme is international. And we both selected a country that um, we have to pull our meal idea from. We have to complete an appetizer and an entree, both inspired by the same country. And then our friends and family will um, actually vote on based on creativity, um, flavor, and our presentation of the items. So uh, we did this last year. Uh, again, as I mentioned, this is the second annual um, cook-off, and he actually won by three points. So I am uh, biting at the bit to win this year, so I really hope that it goes well. But honestly, the way I see it, if he wins, I win. If I win, I win. But ideally, I will win, right? I mean, that's just being honest. But um I bring this up because trying foods from different countries is a very good way to expand your palate and keep things fresh as you work on uh, maintaining uh, healthy eating habits. Now, let me be totally honest and say what I'm preparing um, on the spectrum of healthy, it's probably on a scale to, of one to 10 with, you know, one being uh, not at all healthy, 10 being what is easily identifiable as healthy. This is probably somewhere in the middle or even closer to a three or a four because this is um, actually going to be um, Jamaican soul food, I would say. So I'm actually preparing um, Jamaican oxtail with uh, rice and peas, which Although they say peas is actually kidney beans that are traditionally used in the rice. Um, and then I'll also be making Jamaican beef patties from scratch, including making my own dough. So please wish me luck. <laughs> Excuse me, I have a frog in my throat today. But, you know, it's um, just a lot of fun to like not take your eating so seriously all the time. Um, something that I truly live by is that there's a time and place for everything and there's no limits to what you can enjoy. And so certainly I cannot eat Jamaican beef patties and oxtail every day, right? But indulging um, for a special occasion or even in the context of a food challenge um, or a cook-off in this case, I think it's fun. It's appropriate and it's something to keep in mind, like make those moments that you um, eat food that you might not ordinarily eat special. Make it worth your while. Don't eat that piece of fried chicken if it doesn't actually taste good, right? It's not worth it. 
we don't have to eat foods that um that don't suit us personally in any direction whether it's um your junk food or those foods that you're hoping will nourish your bodies there is a space for enjoyment on that entire spectrum and so you've heard it here from me um a medical doctor telling you to enjoy your cultural foods enjoy your junk foods but not every day and also make sure that you're making an effort to find foods that nourish your body and energize you and that are going to lend to the health conditions and personal goals that you have as an individual because all of those things are very important as we go down this journey because there is duality in food not only is there nourishment but we should also enjoy it okay so with that said i'm going to transition into today's topic which is being healthy on campus so this is back to school time so many of the parents out there are preparing to get their little ones ready for school and during this time we're always doing um physicals for people to go back to school which includes making sure that everyone is up to date on their vaccinations but sometimes we forget about our um older children um that are not so childlike anymore right so our um older teenagers slash young adults right that are headed off to college and i had an amazing opportunity to design a health education um session for coastal horizons um excuse me coastal roots which is through uncw and it is a preparatory um experience for um incoming freshmen who have been identified to um need a little extra push to make sure that they stay on track it's an opportunity for them to kind of get their feet wet get settled in with school so that they can kind of glide into the semester without any hitches um and so during this process we they wanted me to come in to have conversations surrounding um health and I think it's important at all stages of our lives to have conversations with people about what they personally can do to stay healthy and transitioning into college is the perfect time to do that because this stage of your life has so much space and opportunity for development. I think me as an individual, I developed so much during my freshman year because for most individuals going to college is the first time that you're not physically with your parents especially if you're living on campus so you're responsible for making all sorts of decisions um not necessarily 100% independently but as uh starting to gain that confidence to do so right so you're having to make decisions on the fly not only about what you eat <clears throat> what you wear your living situation right but also adjusting with your study habits and um socially how you interact with people the types of activities you participate in and the places that you go to socialize all of those things are now on the individual excuse me i'm going to take a drink of water but to better equip 
our young people, it's important to have these conversations. And so I'm going to cover some of the big ticket items that I had the pleasure of discussing with um, Coastal Roots um, during my time with them. And one big one is eating habits. So I just talked about all of the liberation with eating um, related to cultural foods and being open to trying new things, but also not putting yourself in a box as far as the, um, the options that you expose yourself to and feeling guilty about eating certain foods. And for a lot of college students, this is going to be their opportunity, right? They very well could eat chicken nuggets and french fries every day if they wanted to, right? College students, yeah, I'm talking to you. Like, if that's what you wanted to do, you surely could. I remember those times um, going into the cafeteria. And I'm like, wait, they have pizza and french fries every day. And pizza and french fries are two of my hands down favorite foods. When I was a kid, if you asked me what I wanted to eat for dinner on any given day, the answer was probably going to be pizza. And of course, I tried to convince my mom that because it had all of the major food groups that it should be a no brainer. Right. And so there are probably some college students that still feel the same way. Right. This is their opportunity to do what they want to do. The food tastes good. It's easy. It's portable. Right. But also, at least at my college um, campus, I went to St. Mary's College of Maryland, which is a small liberal arts school um, in St. Mary's City, Maryland. When I was there, they had the pizza every day, but they also had a salad bar every day. And they also had options as far as vegetables that were prepared, whether it was um, uh, sauteed green beans or asparagus, Brussels sprouts. There was always uh, a focused meal that they had in an international station, a stir fry station, and many other campuses are very similar, right? So while you could have pizza and french fries every day, you also have an opportunity to try foods in ways that maybe you hadn't before in your own household. And while you were in your household, it could have been a situation in which you were experiencing a food desert where there were limited options to where you could go to get foods and maybe fast foods and um, more shelf-friendly foods were a main staple in your house. But if you're on a campus and you have a meal plan, you have options for fresh food at your disposal. And as a college student, you should take advantage of that. And parents and other caregivers, you should encourage your blossoming um, freshmen to do so as well. So that's the first tip that I would definitely recommend is being mindful of those choices that you're choosing when you're on the campus. Surely you might be able to use your meal pan at the fast food restaurant on campus, but take the time to go to the dining hall and pick up a well-balanced meal um, at least once a day to make sure that you're lending to a healthy life overall. Another thing, every campus is a little different, but a lot of campuses don't recommend cars for freshmen, right? This is in part due to availability on campus, right? Our campuses are growing exponentially, which is fantastic for educating our young people. Um, but from a medical standpoint, I love this because that means that our freshmen have to walk more, right? 
They're getting acquainted with the campus at the ground level, having to move from building to building using the two feet or arms um, that God gave them. And I think this is a phenomenal point to make that staying active is important. While you could drive your car to your classes, actually walking is probably going to be faster in most situations and avoid you from getting a ticket if you park somewhere that you're not supposed to be parked as a freshman. Um, and it's also an opportunity to just get the blood flowing, clear your mind in between classes or on your way to class. Um, a good way to socialize with other friends, to meet each other and walk to classes together and start to promote that idea of moving, using your body more often, um, not contributing to carbon emissions by using your car in situations that it might not be necessary. Another good option certainly would be a bike, especially if you are not physically on campus or your particular dorm room might be a little further from where your classes are. Using a bike is an acceptable idea um, as well. It's uh, a little faster than walking, not as fast as a car, but you can find a parking spot just about anywhere, right? For a bike, you strap that thing up to a light pole and you are good to go. So that is a good thing to do to stay active. Um, but then also most college campuses have um, fitness facilities that can be used and classes that you can sign up. And I know for me, that was the first time um, when I went off to college, that was the first time in my lifetime that I actually had the freedom to utilize a gym whenever I wanted to. Um, so it was nice. I actually had a basketball player as my roommate. And so it was nice to be inspired by the people around me to get into the gym and to train and maybe do things that I had not ordinarily done um, and that actually contributed to my focus on healthy living, um, even at a young age. Um, and so please do use all of the facilities available to you on campus, um, the pools, the, the, um, the tracks, the um, intramural sports that are available. All of these things are great for you to get into as a college freshman. Other things to, to think about, your mental health. Um, again, some people might be going to school in their local area. Some people might be traveling. It's uh, the first time you're away from family and friends and you're having to build new friends. Paying attention to how you feel for parents and caregivers, tuning into the comments and the conversations that you have with your college freshmen, making sure that they're coping well in a new environment and that if they're not, they're seeking out opportunities to have conversations with people to find that balance in that area. It's important to have a stable mental health approach because if you're having challenges with um, mental health concerns, it decreases your ability to focus on your studies, right? You're not gonna be as effective of a student if you're battling, battling some mental health challenge during that time period. So don't be afraid to have those conversations. Um, in this day and age, while people are older, 
there's still opportunity for people to be um, bullied and picked on even in the college space. Um, and in this uh, demographic, more uh, cyber bullying is um, something else that could come up, right? Uh, students are using their laptops even in class to take notes, right? So there's a lot of electronic communications. You're doing more group projects, things like that. And um, there's uh, opportunities for people to feel ostracized, nervous, anxious about the interactions that they have with people. But if we're not checking in with them, it's hard to help. So make sure that your college freshman knows the resources that are available to them. Keep an open door policy with communication with them. Understand that your resident um, assistants and resident hall coordinators on campus are a good resource for those things. Although they are mandatory reporters for certain um, situations, they are definitely a safe space and a good first stop to get good information on um, what you can do. Also, campuses generally have student health facilities that you can go to and have conversations. And oftentimes they even have providers that will prescribe medications in certain situations. So students don't be afraid to ask for help when you need it. And then one thing that perhaps college students don't necessarily like to discuss with their parents and other caregivers, but that is sexual health. Again, freedom, freedom, freedom. That's probably one of the favorite parts um, that I had about going to college, but with freedom comes responsibility and you're not going to have someone there reminding you to do certain things. So it's important for you to protect your body first, right? Use condoms to protect yourself, not only from pregnancy, but um, importantly, sexually transmitted infections. Go get tested at the clinic or the health department. Um, and when I say clinic, I mean the on-campus um, uh, health uh, clinics or go to the health department to make sure that you understand your status if you are sexually active. If you're not yet sexually active and you might still be exploring um, those things that you're interested in sexually and who you might be interested in sexually, again, keep an open door conversation. This is a good opportunity to bond with um, fellow classmates, roommates about um, what you might be interested in, especially if you feel that that's a safe place. But in the end, protect yourself at all costs. Make sure you understand where you can get um, information about how to protect yourself. And when in doubt, um, please talk to a provider. Actually, I would encourage students to um, develop a relationship with a physician or other advanced um, healthcare practitioner while they're in college, especially if you're away, um, because it could be challenging to go back and forth, um, especially if you're states away from um, where you grew up. And so having a relationship with a provider in the town that you're going to school is a great way to make sure that you're bridging the gap and getting um, everything that you need to stay your healthiest self in that environment. So this was a little bit of a quickie. Wish me luck with the cook-off. College students, good luck on starting the new semester, especially to the freshmen. 
be very excited. Try your best not to be nervous. Do your best every day. And we know that you'll be successful. When in doubt, ask for help, but always work hard. And we wish you the best on this semester and beyond. I'll see you next time.